Hi, Rebecca Shear here. Looking for more ways to circle round with us? Join the Circle Round Club and get all sorts of great perks, like a welcome box with Circle Round goodies, monthly newsletters, even ad-free episodes, and bonus bedtime stories. Support our public radio podcast and sign up now at wbur.org slash Club. Produced by the iLab at WBUR, Boston. Wherever you are right now, I want you to take a deep breath in through your nose. Did you do it? Okay, if so, when you inhaled, what did you smell? Dinner simmering on the stove, maybe? Soap left over from your bath? Our noses can detect nearly a trillion different scents. And when the main character in our story smells just a handful of them, he winds up in quite a mess. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, where story time happens all the time. Today, our tale is called Dollars and Cents. That's cents as in S-C-E-N-T-S. People have been sharing versions of this story all over the world, from parts of West Africa and the Middle East to China and Japan, Burma and Cambodia, and France and Peru. Some really great people came together to bring you our tale, including Derek Klenna and Max Casella. Both actors have dazzled audiences on Broadway. Grown-ups, you may also recognize Max Casella from TV shows like The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, The Sopranos, and, if you grew up when I grew up, all 97 episodes of Doogie Howser, M.D. He's also been in movies like Jackie and Inside Lewin Davis. Derek Klenna recently performed in the American Repertory Theater's world premiere of Jagged Little Pill. And he plays DJ Fingerblast in the Netflix original series Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. So, circle around, everyone, for dollars and cents. Jacob the artist lived a simple life. His one-room cottage in the village contained a bed, a stove, a bath, and Jacob's most prized possession of all, his easel. Hour after hour, he'd stand in front of that easel, his paint palette in one hand, his delicate brush in the other, as he created beautiful portraits and landscapes. All of them were bursting with color and so real-looking, you'd swear they could spring to life. All summer long, Jacob had been working on a portrait of his grandmother. He'd finished every detail in his grandma's picture, except for one, her nose. He'd been trying to perfect that feature for weeks. Oh, what's wrong with me? I know Granny better than I know anyone else in the world, but I can't seem to get her nose right. Okay, Jacob, you can do this. Just stop for a moment and take a deep breath. As Jacob inhaled through his nostrils, he closed his eyes. Then, suddenly... Wow. He snapped them open again. What is that smell? Sure enough, through the open window, there wafted in the most amazing aroma. It was sweet and buttery like cookies and cakes, but also yeasty and warm like the freshest of bread. Jacob had been spending so much time tinkering with his grandmother's portrait that he hadn't sold a painting in months. So money was tight, and Jacob hadn't eaten all day. 
As you can imagine, the smell coming from outside made his mouth water and his stomach grumble. Mm Mmm, I have to find out where that smell is coming from. Jacob put down his paintbrush and palette and dashed through the door. He followed the smell to the building across the street, where a man was balanced on top of a ladder and hanging up a new sign. It read, Bruno's Bakery. Uh, Excuse me, sir. Is a bakery really moving into this building here? The man put down his hammer. It already has. Bruno just fired up his ovens this morning. I'll tell you, you really should try his cream puffs. They are out of this world. Jacob thanked the man and approached the bakery's front window. Through the glass, he spied a snug little room with tables and chairs and plain white walls. There were shelves of scrumptious-looking breads, cakes, cookies, and pies, not to mention those cream puffs the man had recommended. Jacob felt his stomach growl again. (sighs) There's no way I can afford any of these treats. But I guess it wouldn't hurt just to smell. After all, smells are free. Jacob closed his eyes and inhaled the mouth-watering scents floating out of Bruno's bakery. Suddenly, he felt a rough tap on his shoulder. And just what do you think you're doing? Jacob opened his eyes and saw a man. His brown mustache and black apron were speckled white with flour. The man wore a white chef's hat, embroidered with the name Bruno. I... I'm sorry, sir. Uh, Bruno, is it? It's just that I live across the street, and when I smelled the delicious smells coming from your bakery, I couldn't help but come closer to get an even better whiff. Bruno narrowed his eyes. Well, why just take a whiff when uh, you can have a taste? Jacob hung his head. Well, that's the thing. You see, I'm a struggling artist, and right now I can't afford any of your sweets. But... If you'd give me a little sample, I'll go out and tell the entire village about your bakery. No doubt they'll be lining up at the door. Bruno arched his eyebrows. A little sample? Look, I'm starting a new business here. I'm uh, I'm sorry, what's your name? Jacob. I'm starting a new business here, Jacob, and uh, I'm determined to make a fortune. How will I ever rake in a pile of cash if I give my stuff away for free? Although... Come to think of it. Bruno stroked his flower-speckled mustache. I already have. Jacob cocked his head. What do you mean, you already have? I mean, I've already given something away for free. Smells. No, no, scratch that. I didn't give the smells away. You stole them. Jacob threw up his hands. Please, sir, I've stolen nothing. All I did was breathe air through my nose. There's no cost for that. There sure is a cost, at least when the air is brimming with smells from my bakery. So, Bruno stuck out his flour-smattered hand. Pay up! Excuse me? I said pay up! By my calculations... Bruno glanced through the bakery's window. You smelled six loaves of cinnamon bread, three loaves of rye, one carrot cake, one lemon cake, two blueberry pies, eight dozen cookies, and half a dozen cream puffs. Now, pay up! Jacob didn't know what to do. By now, his stomach was as empty as a mixing bowl, and he was having trouble thinking. I'm sorry, Bruno, but I don't have a penny to my name right now. 
I just have to sell one painting, and I promise I'll come back to your bakery and buy as many sweets and treats as I can. In fact, with those plain white walls of yours, maybe you'd want to check out one of my paintings. You know, to add some more personality to the place. Bruno's face turned purple as his blueberry pies. I do not want to buy your paintings, and I am not letting you off the hook. You've stolen my smells, Jacob, and for that, you must pay. I'll see you tomorrow in court. With that, Bruno stomped back into the bakery, leaving a trail of flour behind him. Oh, man. Bruno's put me in a tricky position. I'm flat broke, and I can't sell another painting until I start another painting. And I can't start another painting until I finish this painting of Granny. That's it! Granny! She's so wise, she'll know what to do! Jacob ran over to his grandmother's house at the edge of the village. As she always did when Jacob visited, Granny sat him down and fed him a warm, hearty bowl of chicken soup. Now tell me, Jacob, why the furrowed brow? What's weighing on your heart, my child? Oh, Granny, I am in a pickle, a real pickle. Tell me everything. Perhaps I can help. So Jacob told Granny what had happened with Bruno, how Jacob had enjoyed the bakery's smells, and how Bruno now wanted to charge Jacob for them. Hmm, you are in a pickle, aren't you? But don't worry, Jacob. I will think of something. Come by first thing tomorrow, and we'll head off to the courthouse together. But first, take this pot of chicken soup home with you. A talented artist with a full imagination shouldn't have an empty belly. Jacob wrapped his arms around Granny and gave her a big hug. Thank you, Granny. You're the best. How do you think Granny will get Jacob out of trouble? Or will he have to pay dollars for Bruno's cents? We'll find out what happens after a quick break. Support for Circle Round comes from Wondery with the new podcast, The Cat in the Hat Cast, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Bursting with music, silliness, and rhymes, the Cat in the Hat cast encourages us all to find fun that is funny in every episode. Listen to the Cat in the Hat cast early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. Support for Circle Round comes from Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Circle Round. That's Indeed.com slash Circle Round. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to Circle Round. I'm Rebecca Shear. Today, our story is called Dollars and Cents. When we left off, Bruno the baker wanted to charge Jacob the artist for the smells coming from Bruno's bakery. And Jacob didn't have a penny to his name. 
so he asked his grandmother for help. Over a bowl of warm, hearty chicken soup, she told him to come by the next day so she could accompany him to court. When Jacob woke up that morning, he gobbled up the rest of the soup Granny had sent home with him, put on his one shirt that wasn't covered in paint, and headed over to Granny's. As they strolled to the courthouse, Jacob carried Granny's big wool purse for her. He swore the purse felt heavier than usual, but perhaps it was just his heart that was heavy. When Jacob and Granny arrived in the courtroom, Bruno was already there, a satisfied smirk across his face. Jacob leaned in toward Granny. Look at him over there. I'm sure he thinks he's going to win this case. Don't you worry, Jacob. I told you I'd get you out of this mess, and I will. Jacob, Granny, and Bruno all stood up as the judge entered the room, her long black robe flowing behind her. The court will now come to order. Bruno the baker, welcome to town. Now, please, present your case. Bruno told the judge everything that had happened the day before. As he was finishing, he raised a finger in the air, then pointed it right at Jacob. That man filled his nose with the smells from my bakery. And for that, he must pay. Jacob felt his heart beat faster. Well, Jacob, what would you like to say in your defense? Jacob swallowed hard. It felt like a swarm of butterflies was fluttering around in his belly. Your Honor, what Bruno says is true. I did fill my nose with the smells from his bakery, but my belly was so empty, and I was so overwhelmed by those delicious scents. <laughs> Look, I wish I could pay Bruno for some of those amazing treats, just one cream puff even, but I don't have the cash. I'm just an artist trying to make a living, Your Honor. I beg your mercy. The judge looked at Jacob. She was about to open her mouth to speak, when suddenly Granny jumped to her feet. Your Honor, if I may please approach the bench. The judge was surprised. Very well, then. You may approach. All eyes were on Granny as she hoisted her big wool purse over her shoulder and shuffled toward the judge. Your Honor, before you issue your verdict, I have something to say. It may be true that Bruno owns the smells from his bakery, and that my grandson Jacob breathed in those smells with neither permission nor payment. And therefore... She reached inside her purse and began rummaging around. I will pay Bruno his just compensation. Everyone stared as Granny yanked her hands free and held up a jar, a shiny glass jar filled with coins. Your Honor, I will pay what Jacob owes with the money I've saved in this pickle jar. Jacob started to rise from his seat. Oh, Granny, you don't have to do that. Yes, I do, Jacob. Like I said, I'm getting you out of this pickle. Granny held up the pickle jar for all to see. Then she gave it a shake. Immediately, the courtroom echoed with the tinkling and jingling of coins. Your Honor, 
I wonder if Bruno the baker can hear the coins jingling in my pickle jar. Of course I can hear the coins. I have ears, you know. Good. My grandson filled his nose with the smells from your bakery, Bruno. And now you have filled your ears with the sound of my money. Your Honor, the baker has been paid. The judge couldn't help but smile. And so he has. Case dismissed. Jacob ran over to his grandmother and squeezed her tight. Oh, Granny, however can I thank you? I can think of one way, child. Finish that portrait. And so he did. After all of his adventures, or misadventures, in the smelling department, Jacob had no problem putting the final touches on Granny's nose. Now that he was free to work on other things, he began painting and painting and painting. Within days, Jacob's studio was crammed with so many finished canvases, he could barely move around. So, do you know what happened? Well, after the trial, Bruno the baker became a lot more generous. He started hiring local villagers to help in the kitchen, and he handed out free samples to anyone who asked. He even gave free cream puffs to children on their birthdays. And when Bruno spotted the stacks of paintings cluttering up Jacob's cottage across the street, he offered to buy all of them and hang them on his bakery's plain white walls. Now, Jacob had a new gallery and a new friend. A friend who now understood that there are so many more important things in the world than dollars and cents. Now, it's your turn. Pick someone important in your life, a family member, a friend, and create a portrait of that person. You can use crayons, markers, colored pencils, or, like Jacob, paint. Whatever you use, think about how you can bring your loved one's image to life. And don't forget the nose. This week's story, Dollars and Cents, was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear, and edited by Circle Round's executive producer, Jessica Alpert. Original music and sound design is by Eric Shimalonis. Our intern is Gabby Merzowski. Our artist is Sabina Hahn. Sabina has created black and white illustrations to go with each and every Circle Round story, and you can color them in. Ask your grown-up to visit wbur.org slash circle round and click on coloring pages. Print some out, color them in, and if you'd like, have your grown up share them with us on Instagram. We're at Instagram.com slash Circle Round Podcast. Special thanks to this week's actors, Laura Gardner, Dolores King-Williams, Derek Klenna, and Max Casella. Derek Klenna has starred on Broadway in Anastasia, The Bridges of Madison County, and Wicked. He's also appeared on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt on Netflix. Max Casella's Broadway credits include The Music Man and The Lion King. Look for him on the big screen early next year in the action thriller, The Rhythm Section. The featured instrument in today's story was the piano. You can read about this member of the percussion family and see a picture on our website, wbur.org slash circle round. If you haven't yet subscribed to Circle Round, find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
And please write us a review. It helps other people find the show. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling round with us.